Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. One of the industries that uh, was singled out here uh, was the construction industry, as it was last year uh, during the lockdown that they put in place. And what kind of an impact is that going to have uh, for those folks that are working? Uh, Richard Lyle is the president of Residential Construction Council of Ontario, and he joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Richard, thank you so much for the time. Glad you could be on with us today. Glad to be here, Bill. Thanks for inviting me. I'm going to ask you the same question I'll ask everybody else from all the other professions. Uh, what does the announcement that the Premier made yesterday have, a, what kind of an impact is that going to have on your industry? Well, you know, we've always taken this whole issue incredibly serious right from the get-go. In fact, we were the first industry in my office, the first office to come out with a safety protocol on how to deal with it long before anybody from the government told us what to do or whatever, and that became the model for for, for the safety protocols in our industry. And, of course, as you know, our industry is already deeply steeped in safety issues. So mm-hmm. we were confident we could handle this. So, you know, what this most recent announcement means, aside from some minor areas where I would say we're going to be shut down, we're going to have to redouble our efforts and, uh, you know, keep our eye on the birdie. You know, this is a very serious disease. Uh, but we've shown that our industry can uh, handle it and manage uh, the safety aspects of it not, and other things properly. You know, we're a $58 billion industry, and of the 10,000 10, WSIB claims uh, related to COVID, only 93 have been related to construction and 11 to the residential sector. So, you know, I think we're... In light of those numbers, shutting down an industry of that size, especially where we've got essential requirements like maintenance, repairs, housing is vital to, to actually addressing COVID and also vital to, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a public interest. It's a, it's, um, a needed element in our society. We, we're not producing enough housing. So this means uh, on that level we'll be able to keep uh, producing needed housing we actually need to produce more housing, but, uh, you know, obviously we're not going to get to that point now. So, but I think for us, this is just a wake up call. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, uh, a compliment uh, that our industry uh, is going to, for the most part, keep working, but it's not something to be taken for granted. So we're embarking on a number of uh, measures to redouble our efforts and make sure uh, people remain mindful of the dangers of COVID and that the on-site practices are to the highest standards possible. Yeah, I remember the conversations we had, I guess it was almost a yeah. year ago now, when uh, the government was jumping in on this. And, uh, and and there were some folks in your industry that were emailing me and saying, well, you know, how's this going to work out? Uh, you guys were much more proactive than a lot of other businesses were. I mean, with social yeah. distancing in the workplace, uh, wearing masks long before the government said we should. Uh, so, I mean, you, you guys had your act together a lot before this. Uh, so uh, that's why I'm wondering about what kind of an impact this round is going to have on you right now. Because the phrase I think that the Premier used was uh, essential construction projects and when you're talking about residential properties right now Richard that, that, that's essential isn't it it is essential like we've got a lot of people a lot of sellers and a lot of buyers out there waiting for housing and if they don't get the houses uh, then they're going to have a problem and we know from research on COVID that the quality of housing and the size of housing is uh, directly related to the spread of the disease and so on we already know that we weren't producing enough housing before all this happened And we also know that if we lose time in building housing, we can't make it up down the road. It's not like we can shut down for a month, two months, or three months, and then say, 
okay, let's get back to work. And by the way, double production until we get things back up to where it was before and not even where it should be. And so we know all these things and uh, we're, you know, the government understands that too. But at the same time, we understand the risks uh, with, uh, with this particular disease. Uh, they're they're dire, and if you get it wrong, the consequences are 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 terrible. But I'm, you know, touch wood. Uh, I'm I'm very pleased. I'm actually very proud of our industry and the way it's conducted itself. And I'm really proud of, you know, the men and women that are on our job sites and uh, being professional and uh, you know taking care of themselves and taking care of each other which is critical too as well. And we've made a lot of adjustments on our job sites and our practices mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, cost, cost a lot of money, but it's worth every penny to keep people safe. Well, well, what I was thinking about yesterday, I know we got, we got about a minute or so left here, uh, sure. when they were making the announcement, is I, I like to connect the dots here. And we had the announcement from the federal government uh, about a month or so ago about a, a lot of money that was going into housing. Uh, Toronto, Hamilton, London, Windsor, a lot of places are getting millions of dollars. But there's a time limit. They said if you don't build these things by a certain date, you don't get the money. Or if you do, you have to pay it back. Yeah. So there's a there's a there's a an urgency to what's going on here, and that's 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 going to put an awful lot of pressure on your industry over the next little while. Well, you know, you always got to remember, Bill, that those announcements and so on, they take a long time to roll out. So we're building the stuff that we had on the books beforehand now. We won't be building that some of that stuff, even if it comes to pass in a while. And, um, you know, it's because uh, it takes a long time to get projects off the drawing board and onto the uh, onto a site. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, and as I said, ours is a multi, multi-billion dollar industry. So even if the government comes along and announces a billion dollars, it's not that big a part of our overall industry. It's important, don't get me wrong, for social housing, yeah. critically needed. Uh, and we support everything the government's doing there. But, uh, you know, we can manage it. And um, we're, you know, deeply engaged in training and apprenticeship reform and uh uh, you know, diversity in the industry and, and attracting, uh, you know, for example, uh, women in the industry. We need them uh, uh, because there's a pool of talent there that the industry has not availed itself of properly in the past. So, you know, I'm not very concerned about the, you know, the government's announcement only insofar as that as it relates to social housing, which is vitally needed and very important. But we can build it. We'll figure out a way to do it. Uh, Richard, thanks for the time today. Uh, stay well, uh, not just you, but all of your yeah. members, of course, uh, through these very difficult times. We'll stay in touch. Thank you. I appreciate this. Take care. Well. Richard Lyle, okay. President of the uh, Residential Construction Council of Ontario, and the impact it's having on their industry because of the shutdown that's coming up. The Bill Kelly Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 till noon on 900 CHML. I'm Bill Kelly. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure that you rate and review. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. 
Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.